Well, this may not come as a surprise to you guys, but today I really want to share my heart with you because there's a lot of crazy happening around me, and I know so many can relate to this, but what happens on the inside, I am in complete control of. So I want to talk a little bit about the insights that I've gotten recently, because I think so many of you can relate. Okay, let's dig in. Hey friend, welcome to Deep Healing for Creative Entrepreneurs. My name is Aubrey Barr and I am a subconscious release technique practitioner and photography business owner. I know you are sick of ending your day feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and you are seeking a solution to help you feel creatively inspired and actively engaged in your business as well as personal life. In this podcast, we are going to dig into any limiting beliefs or subconscious programs that are keeping you in a space filled with anxiety and stress. This work is not a temporary solution for your life. No, this is a complete transformation. So grab your coffee or tea and let's start you on the road to healing. And let me just say, you can do this. You are worth it and you are meant to thrive in life and business. So let's dig in. Some of you may be friends with me in real life or even friends on social media outside of a podcast, and you might've seen comments or pictures here and there about our remodeling that's happening right now. And Oh man, it's just so on my heart today. Um, and, and I'll tell you why, okay? Because we have lived in this house for over 17 years since we've been married. And it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful place. It actually makes me get choked up sometimes when I think about everything we've done and, and everything we have built here. We've planted beautiful trees. We have land. We got our chickens. We have our animals probably a couple too many, but we do have those as well. And we've created a small little homestead for us and it's been quite amazing. But one part of my house needed really bad remodeling. Like it, it was bad. We had to gut it completely and it's almost half of where we live. So we have lived the last 17 years in a basically two bedroom, one bath, you know, nice kitchen and and living room and stuff too. But as you can imagine, first being um, a massage therapist and having some gear with that. And then also when I became a photographer 10 years ago, I also acquired a lot of gear with that. And uh, not only that, but then probably six or seven years ago, I became an IPS photographer, which means I have a lot of different art pieces that I like to give my clients option to get. So I have like bigger canvases or story boxes that are just beautiful, but um, everything takes up a little bit of space. And so here I am in this house <laughs> without an office and we finally decided we were going to finish the back and get me an office a new master another bathroom and yeah i'll just say it's been a little crazy um the it's like that movie money pit because not only is it a lot of money but at the same time you you find new problems (laughs) right like you start something and you think it's going to take 
you know, two weeks. And instead it takes six months. <laughs> and I'm exaggerating totally. But uh, this, this remodel is taking a long time. And so the reason why I'm getting all in depth and like super personal, like that you probably don't wanna know, or maybe it's TMI, I don't know. But the reason why I'm saying that is because if I waited for the perfect time for me to be where I'm at right now, I would not have started a podcast. I would not have started a coaching business a year ago and done so from my dining room or my living room. I wouldn't have aspired to do my program that I finally launched, okay? Every single one of these things were what I was meant to do and has made me grow into the person that I'm meant to be. And so if I sit there and say, hey, <laughs> I am doing my business out of my living room in front of a TV right now. Uh, first off, you would probably believe me if you've seen any of my live videos recently, but secondly, it's hectic around here. And I'm gonna be completely vulnerable and honest here. I'm planning podcast recordings around people banging. Sometimes I stop in the middle of a podcast because the workers came and they need to get something done. And then I come back to it and I'm breathing <laughs> and I'm working through it. Um, but these are, these are some issues that are coming up with it. And I don't want to come off as ungrateful because obviously I waited 17 years for this, for this very moment. Um, but what I am saying is for those of you who are like, okay, I'm going to do that when my house is done. I'm going to do that when I get an office and a desk. Or I'm going to start working out when I feel good enough to move around. Well, which comes first is my question. Honestly, which one would come first? Because for me, I think it's a very fine line between rushing for something that may not feel completely aligned and feeling motivated and inspired enough to doing something out of your comfort zone that is only going to bring you positive lessons in who you are as a person, in your confidence level, in the things that you can accomplish here, right? There's never going to be a perfect time for anything. This I already know. And coming up on 40, I guess it's about time I learned that lesson, right? <laughs> so many of you probably relate to that. But there just can never be a perfect time, you know? And I think that when we allow ourselves to believe a false story about when that perfect time is going to be, all we're doing is leaning into those doubts and that fear that will absolutely take over and it will dictate to you where you're going to go and when you're going to do it. And I'm just going to admit that I do not plan on living my life that way. Now, there was a time when I absolutely let that decide things for me, but it was because I didn't realize that they were false stories led by trapped emotions that were causing me to make decisions that were not in my benefit of me or my family. They were not. They were purposely keeping me in a smaller space. It was like I was being pushed down to fit in a box and I never 
felt like that was my box. <laughs> I never felt like that's where I was ending up. I was always thinking, okay, but what's next? What's next? And that's why I kept digging into education and I kept trying to, you know, hone all of these things that I do and just get better at what I could and did have control of in my eyes. But the reality is I let that dictate too long. I spent way too long letting that fear and anxiety and sadness control my decisions. And in the end, the only people who missed out were me and my family. That's it, right? So now that I'm in a stage of growth and expanding and truly serving other people, because that is really what I'm here for, is to serve other people, even if it's through a podcast that doesn't cost any money for you guys to listen to, or if it's through my program, that's where my heart is, is to serve people and to inspire them to want to do better. So now that I'm here in this stage of life and I can look back and see everything that's gotten me here, and I do believe that that timing was right for me, that was what was in my ability at the time to overcome. But man, I'm just like, I see so many people that now reach out to me that are like the old Aubrey. And I'm like, yeah, I can help you. I can help you move from that stage into this stage. Because honestly, we do not need those emotions to hold us back. It's not protecting us. It's not keeping us safe from danger. It's just making it so that we can't ever get uncomfortable enough to grow. Because growing is never comfortable. But even as we do go through these other stages where we're growing and we're in a better place than we were last year, and we can look back and say, oh my gosh, look at where I'm at. I never would have thought I'd be here right now. You still come into those situations where you're like, wait a second, maybe I'm not who I say I am, right? Maybe I don't deserve to be this person or to receive this recognition, right? We still have those little sneaky programs that come in to tell us those things. One of my coaches right now, when we come up to something that's very difficult and we're afraid we're not going to, you know, succeed, we'll say, or we think it's going to be a flop or we're going to say the wrong things or whatever comes up in our heads. Um, she always reminds us, don't make it mean anything. Like, don't make it mean anything. Just learn the lessons you needed to learn, say thank you, and move on. Don't wallow in the bed for 12 days because you, you know, didn't get to accomplish what you thought would happen, right? All you're doing is holding yourself back. You're reverting back to that fear and that survival mode in order to, quote, survive. Well, you're not really surviving if you're having to spend all your time in your bed being upset about it, right? And I'm not talking about big traumas or anything. I'm talking about getting outside of your comfort zone, making a decision, and then not being able to process whatever lessons are coming your way in that decision. That's a sign of emotional maturity to be able to take a failure and say, okay, this is what I learned and this is how I'm getting back, back out of it. And that's the end of it. Okay, we strive most of us our entire lives to get to a place of emotional maturity where we can bounce up after we have a business failure or a creative endeavor failure, you know, quote, 
Um, but to be able to be there and to get back up, oh my gosh, it is the most amazing learning experience because it puts the confidence back into you. You're taking it back and you're saying, you know what, I'm going to do it again, but this time I'm going to try it this way because I think this way works better for me. So if this is hitting home at all for you guys, I mean, I surely hope it is, of course, but I just want to remind you today not to wait for perfect timing, okay? Don't wait for the perfect timing where you could handle one of these setbacks. Just do it. Just put yourself out there and you're not going to regret it as long as you can take the experience and learn how to make it work for you. All right, friends, that is about everything I wanted to cover that was weighing on my heart today. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you have a wonderful day. And let me know if you have any specific questions that you want me to cover on the podcast. Otherwise, if this is really hitting home for you, I will continue to keep the link for my program in the comments. The beta round has already started, but I will continue to have that roll out every couple weeks, hoping to have people start together so that you have more of a support group with you on the same level and the same module. But Um, It's definitely not going anywhere. So if you are ready to start tackling these emotions and these programs that you know are holding you back and keeping you from your ultimate creative endeavors, definitely get with me and we'll talk about it. We'll just see if it's a good fit for what your goals are or what kind of things are coming up for you that you would like to overcome. All right. Have a fabulous day, guys. We'll talk soon. I hope this podcast spoke to you in some way. If it did, please go ahead and leave me a review and subscribe so that I know you're enjoying what you hear. And further, if you know somebody else who owns their own creative business and struggles with anything that we spoke about, please pass this on because it is my hope that we will be able to build a community of like-minded individuals who love on each other and appreciate the many facets that make our creative business so unique. And lastly, check out the show notes to find my free Facebook community and other useful links to work with me. All right, friend, see you soon.